Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Lake Tahoe. Not sure if it's California, not sure if it's Nevada. Joey, still no chill, pray now. It is Nevada. You're Nevada. Nevada. I am. I'm about 200 yards east of the California state line. I'm in the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino here in the Nevada portion of South Lake Tahoe. I'm also simultaneously in hell, Andy. I may, I warned you pre-show at some point, if I give you the keep it going sign, you might have to single-handedly, you might have to LeBron James on the Cavalier of this and single-handedly hold us together while I go vomit because I am hung over. You party that hard. Yeah, rough night. Uh, you know, golf day yesterday, the charity golf tournament for Boys and Girls Club, watching the football games on my phone as I rode around the golf course. Then uh the show last night, me, former three former guests of this podcast, Pizza Star, Dennis Govins, Andy Lazarus at the McDuff's pub, and then just an after party that went way, way, way too long. The only smart member of the show, Pizza Star got an uber home at one point and was like i can't do this the other the other three of us out way too late dennis gubbins fell out of the car when he when we got home fell out like like a cartoon rolled out of the car (laughs) it's like a scene out of a movie yeah yeah i did that it was was the poor man's hangover well that's the thing so so i we're not in Vegas. We're in Lake Tahoe. We don't have Galifianakis. We have Gubbins. <laughs> Dr. Pete, the dentist, went home early. I did that in my 20s. I didn't do that in my mid-40s. Like, I did that in my mid-20s. I'm not falling out of cars. My, like, what, what's that hangover like at this age in your life? As someone who stopped drinking alcohol a long time um, ago. It feels like a car. Somebody parked their car on my head. I assume I feel like. Tua feels every day he wakes up now. Just yeah. throbbing head pain. Not sure what happened yesterday. Is it worth it? Um, I don't even know how to answer that. You know? Right? Like in the moment, you always think it's worth it. When you're young, you you bounce back. You, you deal with a day or half a day of crappy feelings. And then you're just like, cool. Yeah. It was worth it. We had a blast. You Great driving show home? last night. Am I driving home? You flying? Oh, flying Wednesday. Okay. I have two more days here. Okay, that's good. Yeah, you, you yeah. can you can recover. Yeah, the, honestly, the fact that you just brought up an airplane makes me want to vomit right now. Did you get any food? Like in an you? IV bag. I didn't even eat dinner last night, let alone this morning. So that's that's always the number one thing: eat dinner, kids. Get some liquid IV, man. That's my go-to now. It's my go-to. After working out, you know what that stuff is? You ever had it? Mm-hmm. Like adult it. Pedialyte. 
Yeah, I love that shit. Well, I'm glad our you're boy, enjoying yourself. Our boy Damo texting me right now. What are you doing? I just sent him a picture of me and you podcasting. Damo, keep it. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good conversations to be had today. Let's let's get into it because the faster we get into it, the faster we get out of it, and the yeah. faster I can lay back down. I feel you. Let's go. I feel let's two minute drill these games. Well, where do we I, start, Andy? I mean, look, where do we start? We obviously have wild baseball playoffs. We have NFL. We'll, we'll yeah. leap it. We'll leap into the NFL then and jump into. Should we start with my playoffs? my amazing Giants game against the Ravens, who are now three and three, or on on about you know with the, with the mention of the Ravens being three and three, should we talk about the Colts Jaguars game because the Colts are now three two and one? In case you're one of those people out there who was psychotically calling this podcast about your chances of winning with Matt Ryan versus Lamar Jackson. Oh wow, a brain never forgets. You're going back to that. Well, I go back to it. Andy. Listen. I, I I'm taking no prisoners on a hungover Monday. You know, the Lamar Jackson thing right now, and I tweeted this from dirty sports. He was offered $133 million guaranteed six games into the year. He has not played and his team hasn't performed. I know it's you're just racist, Andy, you're racist. He hasn't played well enough to earn more than that. Absolutely not. So I don't think he's going to. And that's what I've said all along is I'm not saying that Lamar is playing poorly either. I'm just saying you were handed a contract upwards up to 250 million from all reports. Again, 133 million guaranteed. You turned that down. I just think that was such a reckless move because he doesn't have weapons. We This is what Lamar is now in what, year four without weapons? Like guys figure it out, man. Defenses figure it out. They scheme. I mean, obviously, you know, he was going up against his old defensive coordinator. So they had a scheme for him yesterday, which I predicted on our show on Thursday. Um, But I go back to the same thing, you know, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, beat a dead bush, as my co-host would say. Uh, But I don't really have any like great. The guy deserves the money. The guy deserves a contract. The guy deserves whatever. My thing is always the injuries and the, you know, your ability to play for a long time playing that style of play. And obviously he hasn't gotten hurt, but you also like, you better be performing to a level that is unheard of. If you want to get the money, that kind of guaranteed money while the idea that you could get hurt at any moment, running the ball is out there for sure. No, I totally agree. And, and and that's all I'm saying. The 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 susceptibility to injury is going to increase every year as your body ages, right? Father time's undefeated. So that so that's the argument. And that's I'll why I'll tell you, you what, dude, the 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 play of the game in the the Bills game, you could argue is that is Josh Allen hurtling a guy late in the game on a on a game winning drive. I don't want that happening. I don't want my quarterback doing that. Straight up don't want it happening. Don't care that he didn't get hurt. He, I'll tell you what, man, Josh Allen just throws his body around. Like it's, it's crazy to me when he's running the ball and you saw it in that game yesterday, he wants contact. He wants hits. And I agree that that's just not, it's not sustainable. Yeah. But they're three and three. 
your boys are five and one. Five you're sitting and one. you're sitting real nice for a playoff spot. I mean, things can happen, but you know, through basically a third through the year, even if you guys went four and seven, you finish above five hundred. A lot yeah, of people I mean, didn't have that. The the crazy thing about the Giants right now. Dear God, sorry. The thing about the Giants right now is there was a moment a couple of weeks ago when we start off really well, right? And we lose to the Cowboys and we come back and we beat the Bears. But then you look at the schedule and you go, man, Packers, Ravens, Jaguars have at that time were looking good. Um, and then you're like, we don't get a break until we get Seahawks, Texans, Lions. And now you're through those games. You're through the Packers and the Ravens games with two wins. Now it's Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Cowboys, Commanders. That's your next six games. One let's against say, a winning team. And let's say let's say they go four and two in those. I mean, everybody, everybody besides the Cowboys has at max two wins. Yeah. It's a, dude, it's such a crazy year. Like right now in the NFC. Yeah, would you say, imagine if we go four and two, four and two, we're nine and three. That's crazy. And right now there's, there, you know, you look at the NFC right now and it's so up for grabs. You look at the struggles that the Bucks and Packers had yesterday. The Bucks and Packers were three and three. I'm just going to say, I think, I think, actually, I'll pose the question. Who should be worrying more? Because you have two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and they're both three and three. Should the Bucks or should Aaron Rodgers and the Packers be worried more? I'm going to say the Packers this year. Because of a lack of weapons? Yes. Yeah. I think, I think Brady right. and the Bucks will figure it out. I think uh, I don't know. I don't know that they'll figure it, but I would say more worried. Like I would lean normally in this situation to more worried for the Bucks because you you have the aging Brady. Obviously, Rogers isn't super young, but yeah, just the lack. I mean, you still got to look back. You got to look back at this Packers offseason and go, man, the Devonte Adams thing just looks horrific. Not only did he leave, it's like, what are you giving the guy? Randall right. Cobb's 300 years old. Like, what are we Not doing? Not only that, but he was like his guy. He was like his security blanket. He was like his Bessie. He was like, he's the best receiver in the league. He's like all this stuff. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if there's a right answer to this question. I'm worried about both of them, but I guess more worried about the Packers. I mean, they, they got just manhandled by the Jets. Manhandled. And then the Bucks lose to Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. Like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers did not lose his supermodel wife for this. Right. Or no, I'm sorry, not Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady did not lose his supermodel wife for this. Come on. Like, you can't be losing. Aaron Rodgers did not lose his secret supermodel boyfriend to this. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's just crazy. You can't you can't figure this year out. I was pissed about that game. I just, I just missed you. You, you came back hard on me this week. You oh, and pick them. How, how, pick, how we, how we fare? You picked up three games. Let's go. You, you knife that, that lead I had in half. 
Jacksonville killed me. I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think the, again, I think the Packers should be legitimately worried. Now they are in a, a division that's, you know, we'll see. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what to make of the Vikings at five and one still. I know you are what your record is, but I also know what Kirk Cousins is and what his yeah. record is. So it's like yeah. you win in, you win in Miami, you're winning against these backup quarterbacks, which yeah. by the way, Miami is officially a clown show. They're just a clown show. I have done a 180 on Mike McDaniel. I've never done a 180 so quickly on a coach. I think he's a clown now. Because of the ping pong and the, the Tua? It, yeah, both. I'll, I'll I'll play I'll play a quick call. So ping, so ping pong. Ping pong gate. Yeah. So, and I already knew this. I'm sure you know this. This is an update on Ping Pong Gate. We'll just play the call. Guys, Atlanta Shipper Durb, I'll get straight to the point. This makes the Ping Pong situation in Miami 10 times better. Tyreek got rid of the table because he was getting the boys a new one. He said the, the one they had was old and he wanted a fresher, newer Ping Pong table for the guys. <laughs> Oh man, this keeps ping pong gate down in Miami. This just keeps getting better. What a fucking clown for the coach to say. Oh man, stay dirty. So again, Mike McDaniel, as a reminder, said it showed leadership to get rid of the ping pong table. Actually, it's them just upgrading. The Which is so table. funny. It was like it was gone, and in that moment, if you're Tyree Kill or whoever is responsible for the ping pong table, you can just. Oh, look at this. The coach think like maybe we just don't replace it. And then but he comes out, he's like, nah, fuck all that shit. I don't know what fucking nerd ass white boy is saying, but we're getting a fresh ping pong table. I know, I know that uh he's a young coach, so it's tough to earn the respect. Like you don't walk in, you know, you're not walking in with the like a like a Tom Coughlin or Bill Parcells who's coached and won before. You know, you're not walking in with that, but come on, dude. Like you're you're slowly turning into a clown, an absolute clown. And the two a thing, Joe, he's gonna play next week. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, he's playing next week. Our over under was three and a half games. He's only gonna miss two. He's gonna miss two games. He's gonna play next week. That that seems crazy. He actually called into our show. I'm a little no. concerned. Two a call. Yeah. Two a called into dirty sports. Shocked you remembered the hotline 310 359 8365. Yeah, listen to what Tua said. Hey guys, uh, Tua tag, 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 tag with Yahoo here. Uh, just wanted to say I'm excited to play baseball again this weekend. Uh, really, really think we got this. Uh, yeah, we're, we're ready. We're ready. Uh, Andy, you won the, the bet on, uh, if the dolphins were going to make the playoffs, I think that's what the bet was. Um, yeah, so. We'll see you Tuesday. Poor Tua. He's struggling. In God's Tua. name, 
Amen. Oh, oh, the guy's <laughs> name, amen. He's not done. Tua sounds a lot like Randy Ruther. He does. They, they kind of sound the same. I mean, it's a clown show, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Like, here's something, here's something I thought of last night, too, watching the Sunday night game to kind of bring things, like, connected in full circle. Tua replaced. I'm going to put it out there right now. Here's a discussion. Tua replaced Jalen Hurts at Bama. Jalen Hurts then transfers, goes to Oklahoma. We all know how everything plays out for both respective quarterbacks. Here's a question for everyone. I would love people to hop in on this. Who has a better career? Now, right now, Jalen Hurts is playing. I think he's playing really well. And, 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 and he's, he's slowly winning me over. Last night was a good performance. I think overall, I think the system that he's doing in Philly fits his skill set perfectly. I'm just going to say right now, the guy who replaced him, and especially with now these injuries, who has a better career? It's too early to tell, but I, like, where can we project this? Tua versus Jalen Hurts. Well, listen, even three weeks ago, and you know me, have I? I've never been a Tua fanboy. No, I, I'm. I've not been a fan of his since he came to the league. I've. You know, I was one over for a half a minute, but even then, you know, I was like, let's see what happens. It's early, new coach, new system. These things tend to get figured out. Um, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I still would have said Tua. But j- this based on just the head alone, just the injuries alone, I'll go Jalen Hurts. This is what I'm saying. Like with the injury. And, and that's me being, you know, you, you could be a Philly fan out there being like, but I'm still not respecting us or whatever that I am. I'm not, I'm still, this, this still has nothing to do with how Jalen hurts is playing hundred percent on the head alone. I'm going Jalen hurts, but hurts is playing well. Yeah. He's playing well, but I'm saying that that is not factoring into my decision whatsoever. I just don't know what's going to happen. Now that the injury, like we're talking about brain injury. I, I just, the fact that he's going to miss two games. And again, I don't have the answers. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a you know, brain surgeon. I'm not a neurologist. I, I don't know what the answer is. I just know him only missing two weeks. Like their season has fallen off since then. It's fallen off. Remember how high everybody was? They're yeah, after the Buffalo win. They're three and now they're three and three. Yeah. And the Patriots are now three and three. Yep. Do they Patriots have a all the way back, baby? Do they have a quarterback issue now? Is is this Zaba? Zaba, you're my only friend. Is this a Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady type situation? How do you go back to Mac Jones right now? If he were healthy, he like Drew Bledsoe was on his way to the Hall of Fame. Like legit, you talk about he was through this point in your career, whatever. Drew Bledsoe was on his way to the Hall of Fame. Correct. And Bill Belichick, Mac Jones has proved nothing at this point in his career. Yeah. I agree. Well, Belichick, you, I think you know he's going to make the right call here. Yeah, 
Belichick is the epitome of someone who's not going to fuck with momentum. Like that, that's, what's funny to me. Like all these young coaches and analytics and all that Belichick is, he's the anti that he believes in momentum. He believes in team chemistry. He, he throws all that shit out the window. I'd be shocked if they went back to Mac Jones. Yeah, I would too. Like they're right there. Like, like, that division outside of the Bills, I'll be curious how it plays out. How real are the Jets at four and two? I don't know. Zach Wilson's done nothing the last two games, and they've won both. Yeah. Like nothing. They're playing great, though. You know what I mean? It's like you give that guy, you give them an opportunity, him an opportunity to figure it out, winning games with him not playing well. You know what I mean? Uh, how real are they? I don't know. It's the same thing as my Giants. How real are the Giants at five and one? Like, I think more real than the Jets at four and two, but you have these young quarterbacks. You, you're not sure what you think of them yet. Do I think any of them are real playoff, like winning multiple playoff games? Probably not. But in a division where, you know, everybody's got question marks. Are the Bills that much better than everybody? Yes. In the in the AFC East, yes. No, I just mean in in, in the league. Um, I mean, that was a pretty good game yesterday. It was a good game. Mahomes with a terrible throw at the end to lose yeah, it. Yeah, that was a bad throw. Makes me want to vomit. In fact, I think I'm going to. Are so, you? Yeah, you go. You run. You run. The, talk about the Bills for a second. Okay. Ugh. Unbelievable. I was 43 years old and vomiting. That's what I don't miss with drinking. I don't miss the hangover. I don't even know how I'd be. I'd be drunk off probably a drink, two drinks. I like this Bills team, though. We all like this Bills team. Now, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. Maybe a little early in my prediction. Everybody's picking them. Obviously, it's not a crazy take. Both sides of the ball, though, man. That's what they have. The consistency that they have to win in Arrowhead, for me, that, that's going to go so far when it comes down to playoff seeding. Right? Last year, they lose that game in Arrowhead on that wild 13-second drive. This year, they win in Arrowhead, which, again, gives them so much momentum heading into playoffs to have that game in Orchard Park this year, which I think when it comes down to it come playoff time, that is huge. Good news, Andy. I didn't have anything to throw up. So okay, I'm going to stop drinking water for the rest of the show, even though I need it desperately because I don't want to throw it up. I feel you. My favorite storyline from this Bill's Chiefs game is the Jordan Poyer driving yeah. 15 hours. 15 hours. Over a thousand miles from Buffalo to Kansas City, they set him up with a van for him and his family because doctors advised him not to fly because he had a collapsed lung and it wouldn't be safe for him to fly. I see stuff like this and I think this is such a boss move. You're such a like that is the equivalent of a team player and he's a stud on the field. Yeah. All his teammates are going to remember this. 15 yeah. hours in a car. It's wild. And he didn't miss a snap. Yeah. 
He's married to one of those Instagram models. You know, is he? The, yeah, with the big ass. Oh, I didn't know that. Like massive ass. What's? Uh, yeah, send me this. I need to see it. Rachel Bush. Hmm. She's only twenty-four. I can't even type. Jesus Christ. Struggle yeah. is real over here. Is Randy, Ruther, is Randy Ruther in the comments? Let me pop oh, over. I see you. I don't see him. I have to put out an emergency text to Randy. Is it that bad? You can get through it. Is this your flu game? You can get open. through it. We're 30 open. minutes in. I'm going to open the door and get some fresh air. Okay. You do that. I'm going to look up uh, Rachel Bush. So many Instagram followers she has. She has. 4.1 million Instagram followers. Just TNA all day, every day. Yeah, I could spend 15 hours in a car with her. <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, they said the family went. Oh, Randy, wow. Randy, Randy just commented. He is he is in the uh the comment section. It's good. At some point, Randy, keep your eye on your email if you get that. If you if you get me forwarding a Zoom link. What were you drinking last night? Andy, this is not the topic of conversation that you want to have right now. Okay. I'm just <laughs> curious. Yeah. Stuff. How late were you up? Two something. Getting old sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Sucks. I can't even sleep in anymore. Always eat dinner before you drink. That's rule number one. Yeah, man. That's an amateur hour. What are you doing? Well, you know, it was a comedy show, buffet style. I had to manage all the comedians. I had Dennis Gubbins running around, you know, high on edibles and pizza starro, fucking nervous, panic, fucking pacing with headphones in. Lazarus, you know, you never know where that guy just disappears. It was a lot. Well, look, I'm going to play a call. Play a call. Give you a second. The reason I'm going to play this call is because at least you're not a Bears fan. It's true. It could be worse. You could be a Bears fan. This is where our Bears I fans. I could be a hungover Bears fan. Yeah, you could be a hungover Bears fan. This is where our Bears fans are at. Uh, this is Friday morning after they played uh, Washington in that Thursday night football game. Hey, guys, it's your number one suicidal Bears fan here. Like, it's a miracle I didn't claw my eyes out last night. Like, I, I think giving them five years might be too long of a leash. Like, that was without a doubt the worst game I've ever had to sit through. All I ever ask of the Bears when they're bad is to just beat the fucking Vikings. And this year especially, just beat the team with the Bond villain owner who's playing fugitive all offseason. And Justin Fields seems like a good guy whose teammates love him. He's got physical talent, but he was missing throws terribly all fucking night. I never thought he'd be the answer, and last night that kind of confirmed it to me. Like, sure, yeah, great young defenders, but what does that matter when you can only score one touchdown against a truly terrible team? I'm not watching them anymore this year. Like, I'd love to hop on my girlfriend's team, but the Steelers are shitty too. Like, if they can't score over 30 points within this year and next year, like, I'm done with them forever. I could, yeah, I could forgive all of it, all of it, if they weren't so goddamn boring. But they can't even give me that. Condoms are for, or honestly, should have been used to stop the people running this team from ever being born. That is the definition of disgruntled right there. Look, man, 
if you don't like the product, again, it's no different than any other company. Don't don't watch. That's my advice. This whole this whole like the term bandwagon, I think, is overused. To be honest, like I would say, it's overused. In regard, if you continually suck and you're not fun, why are you supporting that? Yeah. Like, like, like the idea that you're just going to, and I've changed my opinion on this for sure as I've gotten older, the idea that you're just going to continue to support something that's shitty. No, you're not going to do that with a restaurant. You're not going to do that with any other company. Why would you do that with your sports? The thing about the Bears right now is there's all this question mark about Justin Fields. Justin Fields, is he good? Is he bad? Is we don't know. There- is you know their O line so bad? He's under like. I, first of all, I'll say we do know because like there's been a lot of great quarterbacks coming to shitty situations. They're able to score a touchdown. Yeah. Also, if the Bears, the Bears have an everything problem. The Bears don't have an offensive line. The Bears don't have weapons. The Bears don't have fucking a quarterback. The Bears don't have anything. I don't know what they are. Again, we says how many times have we said they don't like what's their identity. And, and also, let me just say this right now. Everything, everything I've heard this year in terms of the quarterback next year, CJ Stroud. When's an Ohio State done quarterback done anything? It's a great question. Who's when the best is an Ohio State quarterback in the history of the NFL? They're all busts. No, like I like I can't think in my life. Who's been the best Ohio State quarterback? I have no fucking idea. I mean, look at this list. I just put this into Google. Guys, it's hilarious that are that are coming up. I mean, look who's coming up. Troy Smith, Craig Krenzel, Mike Tomzak, Terrell Pryor, Kent Graham. Like, like is Kent Graham the best Ohio State quarterback to ever play in the NFL? I mean, seriously. Dude, this is wild. So I'm reading an article. It, I had no clue how bad it was. This article was written April 28, 2021. It's listing Ohio State QBs in the NFL. Guess who's throw, Guess who threw for the most yards of, of Ohio State QBs in the NFL? Mike Tomzak. Yeah, you're right. Mike Tomzak threw for 16,000 yards, had a 42 and 31 record, and had 88 touchdowns to 106 interceptions. Yeah. He threw almost 20 more interceptions than touchdowns, and he has thrown the most yards. He started the most games of anybody. Dude, these guys are all busts. It's crazy. Like, can you in good conscience draft a guy just on that information alone? No. That's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, it really is. I'm here all, I would say I'm here all week, but I'm not even sure I'm here the rest of the episode. Yeah, the history has it right there. 
Now, you and I have seemed to agree that a lot of guys from big programs don't pan out or guys. Well, that's, the, that's the original Joe Prano quarterback theory. Yeah. Or or if they did, uh, guys who've like faced adversity. Right. Like a Tom Brady faced adversity. Joe Burrow had to transfer from Ohio State to LSU. That's adversity. He was a third stringer. Like guys who faced adversity seem to pan out in the NFL better. I mean, Ohio State, that is a. That is an abysmal record right there. Why is nobody talking about that? Right there. That's all we're I need talking to see. about. It. I'm talking about it. I would never draft an Ohio State quarterback if you're seeing that ever, ever. You can basically add Justin Fields to this list the way it seems it's going. Right. But who, but I would have said that before this. Dude, they were talking about Cardell Jones after three games being the he, number one overall pick. Being like a top five pick. And he stayed, which he shouldn't have done. He should have gotten paid. It's unbelievable. But you're embarrassed, man. It's it's that game was brutal. The truth, I'll just be honest, didn't watch most of it. Just didn't watch most of it. Are the Bears just gonna go ahead and draft another Ohio State quarterback as their answer? (laughs) Dude, I'll laugh my ass off. I really will. What a mistake that would be. Who's more qualified to play in the NFL next week, Jim McMahon or Tua? Oh, the concussion bowl. Yeah. You know what's crazy? No one is talking about it. Like, my buddy made a good point to me. We were talking about Burrow the other day, and and it's true. He goes... Burrow said he doesn't remember halves of last year's games and literally no one's talking about it. I, I was like, we did. And we were laughing about it. He's like, yeah, you guys are the only ones talking about it. Yeah. The guy who played in a Super Bowl last year is saying, I don't remember second halves of games. And no one's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not really a story. It's not, you know, it's not nothing to really talk about. Just blacking out for an hour and a half of an entire football game. No one's going to give a shit. No one's going to care. Tua's going to play. I'll have the memes ready. I'll have the tweets ready. The jokes. It is wild. Look at the Dan Snyder thing. Let's talk about it for a minute. Oh, we got to talk about it. We got to talk Dan Snyder. We got to talk baseball. And then we might be going to the bullpen. Everything we said that was going on in Washington with the NFL owners is a hundred percent true. We called this yep. a year ago. Yep. Called it a year ago. We said the absolutely like it was, it was a joke, but not a joke that the whole time, the only explanation for Dan Snyder still being an owner in the NFL is having like, you know, a million pages of evidence of bad shit that the NFL has done. That's why they can't get rid of him. And he basically confirmed that. So ESPN did a very in-depth piece. I I advise everybody to read. I mean, it's in-depth. Like it's going to take up 15 minutes to read. It's a huge investigative piece. It's, It's very well done. And basically Dan Snyder claims to have dirt that could blow up the NFL it could blow up owners. It could blow up Roger Goodell. And some of these things are wild. Like he hired private investigators. He basically 
wanted to dig up as much dirt on everyone because he doesn't care. Dan Schneider is basically, if you're going to bring me down, you're bringing down everybody. Right. You I'm just bringing- get, he, he was just getting his, you know, breaking case of emergency plan. A hundred percent. So these are some direct quotes. These were all anonymous sources, but these are some direct quotes that Dan Snyder had said, which then again were repeated anonymously. He said, the NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other. And then an unnamed owner said, that's not true. All the owners hate Dan, which is pretty funny. That's amazing. So if you read through this report, Basically, Jerry. I Jones, just imagine Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones sitting in a room being like, hey, all the owners hate each other, huh? And it's like, guys, guys. So, so Jerry Jones was like his ally. And yeah, that's, of course. That's, that's a big part of the piece is that maybe Jerry Jones is out and that Snyder is trying to. This is what I love. They're like, Snyder has all this dirt on Jerry Jones. I'm like, I have all this dirt on Jerry Jones. Yeah. He, he had the a public all has a. The, the dirt on Jerry Jones. Yeah, this isn't dirt. He had a has a 25-year-old daughter that he claims isn't his, but has paid over $2 million to. They had a guy filming up the skirts and or behind the dressing rooms. I forget what it was. <laughs> of all the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Including, wasn't somebody he was related to? Yeah. Wasn't his daughter a yep. person who had a camera like shoved up or like around yep. her genitals or something? Like the, the point is genitals. These, guys, these guys don't care. But here's the tipping point, which is no surprise. Like we always say, follow the money. And they said the tipping point was that Jones was was cooking the books, which we've already addressed, and was hiding money which again, revenue sharing, they split it 32 teams. That was the tipping point. It had nothing to do with all this other awful stuff that Washington was doing, that Dan Snyder was doing, all these allegations of harassment, assault, all these things with women. None of that mattered because it never does with the NFL. But you fuck with our money, now we want you gone. Right. But he's not going to be gone because him and jones are allies and they're like but they might not be right there's there could be a vote tomorrow i don't know if you know this the owners are meeting tomorrow to potentially vote dan snyder out correct but they need i believe it's a two-thirds vote right they don't think they'll get it they said other owners are scared of what could be leaked but Guys, guys, like, I don't know what they're scared about. We already know the dirt on Jerry Jones. Robert Kraft was getting hand jobs in a strip mall in Florida of a place that was literally running underage girls in a sex ring. Like, this is all public knowledge. Yeah. What else could they have? Yeah. Jim Mercy drove us home last night. You know, like. I mean, that's what I'm saying. What else could they have? I, I go back to my original point. I think they all have Jeffrey Epstein type yeah. underage sex islands. Like they all have their own. Minus like the Raiders and the Bengals because those are just old owners who don't really have the money. And I mean, but I'm sure concussion thing. I'm sure they're th- this this whole con- like a mid-season concussion protocol change. 
They, I bet you they know. I bet you there's thousands of pages of documents that this guy was going to die. We knew this guy was fucked up. We knew this. We knew that. We didn't do anything about it. I bet there's tons of emails, tons of text, stuff basically out there when all the Kaepernick stuff happened. Oh, yeah. I bet there's just 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 pages, thousands of, of pages, the N word being uh, said. Yes. Of racist tropes of all this awful language. I bet there's tons of stuff, homophobic comments. Like, like I, I, I can only imagine what they have. Like I've said before, I want to hard knocks NFL owners. Yeah. I want to know what these meetings are. It's like a Bilderberg meeting. I want to know what's going on behind closed doors. We'll never know, but that's the stuff. Dude, the NFL is basically succession. You and I are both fans of that show. Yeah. It's a great show. I think that's what's going on here. You basically have an NFL version of that with Dan Snyder. He's Kendall. And they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Running wild. And they're going to meet tomorrow. And they won't vote him out because too many people are scared which I don't get. Like if you're a billionaire and you got some wild shit, you basically are untouchable. Yeah. You can buy everyone off. Money talks. Yeah. But they suck, Joe. I I I in the report they basically say the the owners are going to try to get him out by through the state. Like they they need a new stadium because the current stadium's a piece of shit. And basically, they're going to try to sway it through that avenue. But isn't he like Mr. Stadium? Doesn't he like, is he against them getting a new stadium? No, Snyder wants a new stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the politicians are not on board anymore. Right. They've done a 180. So he doesn't have, he's not going to pay billions of dollars. Right. For a new and stadium. And the NFL is going to be like, well, if you're not going to do it, we'll find somebody who will. Yeah. The NFL, basically, they'll use that as leverage and say, we need an updated stadium. Meanwhile, the NFL is probably dealing with the politicians to make sure that they're not on board. And then this next guy, they'll get him to sell the team. Then he'll come in and the politicians will be like, well, we'll build it. Exactly. Again, it's like some behind the door, behind closed doors, succession type stuff. I don't know. It's crazy, though. Like, I'd be shocked if he was voted out. Yeah, it'd be wild. We Dude, they, they say they say in this report, he was so when he came in, he was making a pitch to get FedEx field a Super Bowl. And he basically was talking shit against his competitor for that Super Bowl. Oh, it was uh, it was in Arizona because that's around when their stadium was new, too. So he wanted the, the Super Bowl there. That, yeah, because FedEx field isn't that old, right? No, it's not. He's been the owner for 23 years. Dude, yeah. he became the owner at 34. Right. I remember that. He had already made that much money, billions of dollars at 34. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I just know that I'd be shocked if he still... I'd be shocked if he wasn't the owner. You'd be shocked if he wasn't. I yeah. mean, after, after this meeting, I'd be shocked if he wasn't, but it's got to happen soon, right? I kind of hope it does. I kind of hope they try to get rid of him and he leaks all the stuff. Oh, you know me. I hope, love the chaos. Hope. But you're just, Mr. NFL. You're like, do, do you want no, it to I crumble? 
it won't crumble. That's my point. It will right. not, nothing will topple the NFL. Nothing. Every single owner could be a serial killer with their own Jeffrey Epstein type sex island. It won't matter. People are like, I need my fantasy team, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I almost feel like you need to talk to Goodell because like that's that probably should be their attitude. Well, it is his attitude, right? Roger Goodell's not even if you read the report, he's not getting involved. Right. Like Roger Goodell says, all he's focusing on is the integrity of the game. He said the owners can deal with that. They can deal with their own. He's not getting involved. Roger Goodell's making $50 million a year. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Why would he get involved? I wouldn't get involved either. Because if the, if it hurts the league that he doesn't make his $50 million a year anymore. Yeah. I mean, and now with, with gambling being more mainstream, and with the TV deals and the Sunday ticket is going to be finished with direct TV, it's just billions of dude, they shit money. The NFL, like very rarely do you have a product where from a business sense, you're guaranteed to make money. Guaranteed. That's what the NFL is. I want all the secrets. I want all the dirt. I want Give all, me all the, stuff. the smoke. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, think about it, guys. They leaked to John Gruden. They leaked a John Gruden email. One email. A couple emails. Imagine what else is there. I still don't know if it's worse than Jerry Jones putting salt on his McRiddle. No, that he should have lost his team for that. Yeah, that was an egregious thing to do. I would love, you know, I'd love to be in the owners' meetings again because you have your wild cards, and to me, your wild cards are the Raiders and Bengals, right? The two old school that are family-run businesses that don't have any other businesses and have historically been bad for the last like thirty years. Yeah, like what do those guys think? Or are they just like, whatever, we don't care. We're making yeah. money. Yeah, probably. Joe Burr. Pretty damn good yesterday. Looked good. I didn't watch any of that game, but I predicted a good performance from Joe. Joey Ice. What is it? What's what's fucking. What's Randy column? What's Randy's favorite? Joe Cool. Like what? The, I, I'm, I, I think he just there's so by, many last year. He just goes by Joe Burr. Well, I predicted a good game in, in New Orleans, didn't I? Yeah, three touchdowns, no no picks. Had a great rushing touchdown, too. Threw for 300 yards. Jamar Chase, two touchdowns, 130, seven receptions. Again, they win inspire their coach. I, I'm going to continue to say that. They're not prepared. They came they came in that game unprepared. I, I just, I don't understand. I was sad we didn't get it. I You know, I predicted a... Good game by Burrow. I predicted a Cincinnati win. I'm sad we didn't get a Saints win, though. I wanted Andy Dalton locked in as a starter the rest of the year. I wanted I wanted a nail to go in the coffin next to the nail that we're already about to put in the coffin of Jameis one of one. We know who Jameis one of one is, Andy. We do. We do. Shout out to <clears throat> numerous people involved in the uncovering of Jameis one of one. 
Jameis one of one who we made famous. I made famous. Jameis one of one is only a thing because of me. We got him. All so, the persona online. It's all a lie. It's pretty wild at this point. So we know where he lives. We know everything about him. And you send him his own book and dirty sports koozies in the mail. So that's my move. My move is I, I'm not here to dox anybody. I'm not here to go after anybody's job. I just want these people to know. I know where you live. I'm not here to ruin the lives of your nine kids, but I don't really have to worry about that because you don't have nine kids. Correct. You have no kids. Zero. And the reason, the reason Ethan of Tampa, Florida has no kids. Not whatever his name he's claimed to be of Cuba or wherever he's out of the country. Another lie. Doesn't live out of the country. Lives in Tampa, Florida. The reason Ethan doesn't have nine kids. The reason Ethan has no kids is because Ethan cannot afford to have kids because Ethan spent thousands of dollars on an investment in Jameis one of one cards, tens of thousands of dollars. And now he can't get rid of the cards because Jameis Winston is one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Can't get rid of the cards. Has no tens of thousands of dollars. Now just has kindling for his fireplace. Thank God he lives in Florida and doesn't ever have to make a fire. He has a worthless pile of Jameis Winston cards. And as I said weeks ago on the show, is doing just like uh, um, uh, somebody with mental illness would projecting so hard yeah projecting the media bias against Jameis Winston you've written a book and you you try to spin Jameis shit on the internet week in and week out you're in media members mentions like mine which is how we found you because you're just trying to keep Jameis Winston in the league because you spend tens of thousands of dollars on Jameis Winston cards and you can't afford to feed your family i wish there was more to this guys it's kind of in a way a letdown the saddest version of events well it is i you know i thought it would be somebody in his camp not james's trainer no i i I was i I had a weird feeling last night so i don't check the dms enough on instagram i just don't because i'm not really on instagram and he DM'd Dirty Sports Instagram. Again, my idea was Ethan hey, did. Ethan did. My idea was, hey, let's lay low. I will send him a copy of the book he wrote anonymously with two Dirty Sports koozies. That's it. To his house. I will send him a copy of the book and two koozies, which again is my way of saying, hey, man, I know where you live. I'm not threatening you. I'm not doing anything violent but you are popping your head up outside his window and waving to him. I'm just saying, I know where you live. That's all I'm saying. You, 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 you've said a lot of, you've done a lot of DMS to you, Joe. He's done a lot of DMS to me. And again, I'm not going to come back with violence, but I'm just going to let him know, bro. I know where you live. And 
he he acknowledged he dm dirty sports still not sure how you tracked me down and it's a picture of his book and the two koozies but this got a good pop out of me when i opened it and realized what it was laughing emoji thanks guys so now he's trying to play nice it's obvious and we're just not doxing anybody. We're not giving his address. We're not no, no, address. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not doing that. Also, I'm, we don't need to. He has his own problems. Yeah, he's selling his old suits I'm and his wife's clothes on the internet because he has tens of thousands of dollars in Jameis Winston cards that are essentially firewood. I wish we were making this up. I wish we were. This was all connected. I didn't even know what Poshmark was. There is a Poshmark account. Shout out to Erica. Shout out to your sister's friend, Erica. College roommate, Erica. Her college roommate who made Let a few a bitch TikToks. Know on uh, TikTok. Yes. She connected. And then, and, then some, and then some dirt balls who we will name in future episodes. Correct. When, when they are, when they're, Jersey is hung in the rafters and yeah. we get their gold hall of fame jacket, but we're hall not going to name it now just in case Ethan is trying to find out who to go after. But that's the thing, man. I, I guys, I wish there was more to this. Basically he was selling clothes on Poshmark, which is, I guess a site where you sell clothes under Jameis one of one dots started getting connected. And that to me, I was like, let me send him something in the mail. Let's see how he reacts. I got an email last week, which was funny. Claiming I can find who this guy is. I, I'm going to give myself a little credit here too, Joe, because notice I just stay level-headed. I don't respond to any of it. I don't respond. Yeah. He's been, he's DM me nonstop. He's email, he meet, he emailed me under an email called Matt rules burner account. I mean, it's funny, right? He's tipping his hand. I don't respond to any of it. It's like, dude, I know who you are. I know everything about you. It's fine. Just like me. You can find anything you want out about me. You can find anything out. Like that's what the internet is. But it's a fascinating and sad tale. I'm just going to be honest. It's sad for someone who has created all this alter ego to sell his memorabilia we're, to, like I said, we're not dude, going you wrote to, a book, man. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm going to be honest for someone who, who DMS me and says, Joe needs help. Joe needs God. Joe needs Jesus. Dude. That's what you need, man. I'm being serious. Like you need some serious help and someone who goes to therapy. I'll give you my therapist number, man. You got to talk to somebody. Oh yeah. But this I think, is, I, I this, think it's even more than that. I think your girlfriend before the show was right. He might have multiple personality disorder. He might have. I, I said that to him the other day in when he was DMing me. I said, why did you choose nine kids to lie about? Why nine? Why didn't you just choose two? Why didn't you just say you had two kids? Like everybody ever. So you've been DMing with him. Yeah. I'm like, why did you choose nine kids, Ethan? And I was, and, and, and I wrote it and he didn't respond, but I was like, you believe that in your head, the Jameis one of one person has nine children and is a big Jesus freak. Like he didn't choose it. He there's some part of him that believes it. There is a Jameis one of one out there. So, so he has a, a mental illness for sure. I think so. Yeah. 
So we're not going to dox anybody, as we've no. said multiple times. But, you know, he tweets a lot still. Which is that's what's crazy to me. So so he acknowledged I'm I'm not I'm not telling what people what to do or what not to do. But, oh, Ethan, as a reply to any tweet from here on out. Oh, Ethan. I've been doing oh, Ethan. Oh, Ethan. If you want to hit every Jameis one of one tweet with an oh, Ethan. That's really kind way of reminding him. We know. We know. It's sad. It, it really is. Like, it, it is, again, it's an anticlimactic ending for me. It's obviously not Jason Light. That was a fun video. We had fun with it. They do sound alike in the audio. But at the end of the day, guys, that's what it is. At the end of the day, just think about this. Jameis one of one is someone who bought a bunch of Jameis memorabilia, football cards, you name it. And he's trying to spin the legacy and he's losing. It's literally him against the world. No help to Jameis. No help from Jameis, of course. Zero help from Jameis. But still, to this day, EPA in minimum seven games played south of the Mason-Dixon line in... (laughs) The Eastern time zone for quarterbacks that are black under 28, but over 26. Jameis has had the best season of all time. Minimum seven games. Because he played seven games last year. He literally is tweeting. He did it 48 minutes ago. I mean, I mean, he's he's. Oh, Ethan. (laughs) He tweeted last night. Jameis Winston had the fourth best total QBR in the NFL last season without Thomas Olive or Landy and a below average run game. And then, and then he's comparing it to Andy Dalton. And it's like, dude, he didn't even play last year. You need to get help, man. I know you're not going to listen to me and you, you have serious issues that are above my pay grade, but like, dude, you need to get help. Your your car collection, that ship has sailed. I'm sorry. It's just, it didn't work out. You have a full-time job. Focus on that. Focus on people in your life. You don't have six degrees. You're not this Socrates-type theologian that you present yourself. You need help. You know he doesn't have advanced degrees because you have them listed on his LinkedIn, which we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, man, I'll extend the offer one more time. If you want to come on our show. Now we don't have to expose you. You don't have to expose yourself. You've already been exposed. Ethan, come on this show and talk about Jameis Winston and your mental illness. Mostly your mental illness, but also Jameis Winston. They're one and the same. Talk about your mental illness and how it relates to Jameis Winston. This is some Joker shit. This is some Joaquin Phoenix fucking Joker shit. It really is. Crazier that it's it, it's it, in a way it's a letdown, like you've said, but in a way it's also oh wait no we're dealing with like a school shooter type. Yeah, we're dealing with somebody who's like legit ill. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not even trying to stoke any fires here. I'm just saying, like, you need to get help, man. Like, like I don't, I don't know what else to say. But the craziest part, again, the craziest well, he, part he, to he me, nail, Joe. He did, he did nail a couple things. He was like, Joe, you're probably a 40-something single guy who drinks too much alcohol. Well, I am about to vomit, Ethan. <laughs> but luckily, because I'll have of a, a 14, 14 kids to help me. A Poshmark account. Undone from a Poshmark account. I didn't even know what that was. I just my girlfriend. What the hell is Poshmark? He's sending me emails as a Matt Rule burner account. Can I just read this email? Because it's pretty yeah. funny. Afraid I got it. Water. I got an email at 1.36 a.m. early Friday morning. I was asleep. It was emailed to me and Joe. It says, Joe Andy, requesting confidentiality here on anything that could lead to my identity. I feel fairly confident that I have ID'd the individual behind the Jameis one of one Twitter account. He kind of scares me, so I'd like to remain entirely anonymous and uninvolved, but could basically give you the four to five steps to access what is already public available information, along with explanations that led to me getting a name, and then you can judge for yourself and the circumstantial connections are enough to ID him. The answer was always there on the internet. I luckily or unluckily pieced it together. Are you interested in proceeding? So I sent this screenshot of this email to you and future Hall of Fame Dirtball, who is going to remain anonymous right now. And we were laughing because no Dirtball would ever email that. Like he's trying to act like he's a listener. No, no dirtball. First of all, dirtball's DM on yeah. Instagram no, and Twitter. No, hey, dent-headed Mr. No Chill. Yeah, yeah. Hello, dearest Joseph and Andrew. <laughs> I kindly come to you from the, with this information via Matt Rule's burner account. Are you interested in proceeding? Are you interested in proceeding? This is nuts. This is absolutely bonkers to me. It's it's absolutely bonkers. When he brought his suits to the Salvation Army and he was trying <laughs> when he, trying to sell the suits that he grew out of at the Salvation Army, they're like, we'll give you $3 for the whole stack. Are you interested in proceeding? <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck, fine. My wife wants to have a kid, but I can't give him. I don't. That's the thing. I'm going to say it again. I don't want to dox anybody, but I do want to kind of call his wife and be like, are you okay? Do you know about this? Do you know how much money? Like, do you know he's written a book? She I'd has to, to know. She has. I to don't know. know. I don't know. Do you? She know has to know. Your husband has written a book. A four hundred page book. I mean, I'll give I'll give him credit. The dedication. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted just thinking of having a full-time job and having an entire second alter ego writing a 400 page book. It's, it's mentally exhausting. I think that's why he takes time off when he says, I'm going to be off Twitter for the next four or five days. He needs to take a break. 
He has to create this alternate universe. Hey, I'm traveling overseas. I got to go somewhere for work. He has to create that. Insane. Dude, this is a documentary. This is a full-scale documentary, mini-doc series. It, it is. Because it, it's, it's, it's so... Dirty Sports presents Dirty for Dirty. The real Jameis one of one story. And I wish I had the money to produce it. To create it. I honestly, and I'm not just saying this because this is us, Joe, and we're involved. I honestly think this is just as fascinating, if not more fascinating, than like the Manti Teo thing. Yeah. The reason is Manti Teo was was a, obviously a high, you know, a Heisman finalist. He's a great player. And to me, this is fascinating because it's like, dude, you've created a whole second world because of a collection. You wrote a book, man. Like this is bananas to me. Does Jameis know about him? Jameis has to know about him, right? Uh, yes, he has to. I hope Jameis is giving you some financial kickbacks like i hope you're on some sort of payroll we don't know about that part yet anyway yeah. there you have it dirt balls i know you guys were waiting to hear all the uh the scoop i guess for lack of oh ethan Don't be afraid to tag us. I'm staying out of it, though. Like I said, I'm staying out of it. I I am not going to engage. I haven't engaged once. I'm not going to respond to any DMs, any emails. I'm staying out of it. I I did my piece. But you will, from the Dirty Sports Twitter account, like tweets that are replies to Jameis Winston that say, oh, Ethan. I got my own problems. I, I am trying to stay out of it. I am trying to stay out of it. I got my own problems, right? Okay. But you have access to the Twitter account. That's all I'm okay. saying. Great, great. Good talk. <laughs> I, you know, I, I am. Uh, I got my own problems too, but I got one less today, Ethan. And you obviously have more of a vendetta because he came at you personally. And has been trolling me every minute of the day if I don't have him blocked. Constant DMs. I think the best move would be if he came clean and cop hopped on our show and we had a legit Jameis Winston discussion. It would be fascinating. Because at this point, dude, just show your face. We know yeah, who you are. At this point, like, you we know, know who you oh, are. Ethan maybe maybe even replies to say, Ethan, now we know who you are. Why not come on the dirty sports? Yeah. Again, we're not, we're not outing you to anybody. That's not our goal here, but just come on. Defend your boy. I'm writing a new book. I don't know if you know about this. Why Robbie Anderson is projecting to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver. <laughs> Ignore that he gets thrown out the, the first game of a new interim coach. He argues with everybody. He's been a lunatic since he joined the NFL. I'm writing a book on Robbie Anderson. 
which by the way, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was watching that game. I was not watching it. He was just causing mayhem on the sidelines. Dude, he's out of control. He didn't sit with the team. He sat in the bike. The, the offense was meeting. He sat way far away from them. He kept getting into it with his offensive uh, or his wide receiver coach. Probably the head coach. Like, dude, just go to the locker room. Like, like, you know, what are you doing? I don't know. Let's talk some baseball. Let's do it. Man, these, I, I'm going to say. Uh, besides the Astros. The, it seems like the the games off the week off didn't serve anybody very well. No, so three one hundred plus win teams in the NL are gone. Three. That's fascinating to me. And the Phillies and Padres remain. So let's so let's discuss it because I know some people, and I read it. They did an editorial on it in the Wall Street Journal. Their, their sports guy. I thought it was interesting. He was saying he likes this because it creates chaos. Now I like lot, it. A lot of the baseball heads are going to say, then what were these, these seasons for? You know, what was the Dodgers or Mets or brave seasons for all these wins? I was skeptical going in with this many playoff teams. I, I, to me, it's like the NFL, man. I like it because gone, given is the one, gone is the one game playoff. Gone is whatever we're talking. Best of three, best of five, best of seven. Best of seven. They're legit baseball series. The Dodgers, great. The Braves, great. The Mets, great. But guess what? And this was my complaint about the Mets on this show. This was my complaint about the Mets on the dirty slides. Look at fucking San Diego. The team that went out and got Soto at the deadline. The the team that went out. And God hater at the deadline. They're the team, the, 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 the team that committed the money to Machado, that committed the money to Tatis, that, co- that committed the prospects to Soto, to Hater. They're the ones kicking the shit out of the Dodgers and the Mets. It's a good argument, man. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. And Hater came in and shut that team down. Yeah. And look, you can you can say what you want. It's a you know, especially this last like it's a five game series, guys. You can have a bad game. You just can't have three of them. Yeah. You know, I have no problem with the format. I think it's made it exciting. It's great. Those games were electric. We got 2-2 in the Yankees series. Houston, the only team holding strong. Jordan Alvarez fucking just turned into fucking Babe Ruth. I was texting a bunch with Yoshi during the 18-inning game. Classic Yoshi. He has to watch the Mariners. Yeah, he loves the Mariners from Seattle. Yoshi was watching the game. I said, where are you watching it? He said, Anaheim. I'm locked up. <laughs> Yoshi's locked up for 33 days. Yoshi update. They're pumping his body full of uh, cancer, liver cancer fighting drugs. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's rumors of a talking shit return. So we might, I might be reunited with Yoshi real soon. He's hilarious. 
So Yoshi asked me, he said, dude, you're going to love this. This is classic Yoshi. Are you free November 27th, Browns versus Tom Brady? So it's like Thanksgiving again. I'm like, no. And no. Uh, uh, well, I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to Cle- like, I'm not going up to Cleveland to see the Browns. Like, I don't care about the, I don't think Yoshi realized it's like four and a half hours away. Like, I'm not going up to Cleveland to see Browns versus Tom Brady. He loves Tom Brady too. He loves Tom Brady. I said, are you flying to Cleveland for that game, Yoshi? Yoshi's going to be the one that breaks the Tom Brady dead baby story. Like, for real. He's going to be like, I've seen it. Because he's he's on the Epstein Island train. Like, Yoshi's been investigating that shit for years. Oh, yeah. So I asked Yoshi if he was flying in for that game. And he said, yeah, I was thinking about it. Plus seeing former Epstein's home in Lex Wessner's place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's insane. That's why most people fly to Ohio. <laughs> who was the second person? Lex Wessner? The uh the guy who was running the the, the guy Victoria's Secret. Oh, got it. Because he was one of Epstein's gap buddies. Right, right. And you've seen all the stuff. I don't know. Yeah, they, yeah. they made a whole documentary on him, too. It's just weird. I These guys. A, I thought it was a porn star for a second. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to the childhood home of Lex Wessner. You know him. He's got a 14-inch dick. <laughs> It is weird that these guys have homes in Ohio. Yeah. Right? Like, kind of a weird place where all these creepers were. Classic Yoshi. But uh, that was a wild game. I, I just kept watching. I just kept watching until it ended. I was really rooting for the Mariners. I know. It's it sucks that the Astros made it through, and they're obviously going to be, you know, they'll be the favorite no matter who they face. I wonder if baseball likes this though. I'd rather Houston than the Yankees, obviously. I'd rather Houston than fucking Phillies, obviously. Otherwise, Padres, Guardians, Astros, scale. But you have two. Underdog teams who had eighty in, wins in their eighties. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if they want that. I'm obviously rooting for San Diego, Cleveland. Yeah, which would be talk about a weird World Series. Imagine that World Series. Yeah, talk about two just completely different type of cities. Yeah, like that couldn't be more different. I don't know. I'm I'm all for it. But I think the Yankees are going to win game five. Yeah. I'm projecting that. So well, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. We need that Ruther curse coming in hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm projecting a, a Yankees game five win. I actually watched a little college foot. I watched that. I watched the second half of that Tennessee Bama game. That was nuts. I saw it on in the background. A lot of places didn't watch it. Yeah. It's crazy. I like to see Tennessee good again. Place was crazy, man. They took the goalposts. They left with them. Yeah. It's wild. They just fucking took them. Look, man, I know you're struggling. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Thank you, Andy. Trying to show you body language. I'm literally even pushing, uh, I'm pushing ad reads to like some of the ad reads the next episode. I was like, let's just, let's just get through this. Guys, you can follow uh, us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at The Dirty Sports. I'm at Andy Ruther. 
Joe, what you about you? The fuck I am. You know where I am. All right. You know where I am. Go go hydrate, go rest. We'll be back on Thursday, guys. And uh hopefully. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be we'll be back by then. All right, you guys have a great start to your week. Thanks for supporting. See you in a few days. And as always, stay dirty.